everybody, and welcome to Jazz After Dark. My name is Matt, but I go by Gary the Unicorn, or rather I've gone by that on Twitter and other forms of, uh, I don't know, public persona, I guess is a way to put it. I wrote under the name for quite a while for a couple of publications, uh, among other things. Anyway, uh, most people know me for my pathetic, ridiculous, uh, irreverent, and absolutely asinine contributions, uh, rather that's contributions, to a number of things, primarily the Utah Jazz, uh, or politics, which I'm going to do my best to steer clear of here. This is Jazz After Dark. show, uh, what I'm going to attempt to do is to kind of point out uh, some of the things that I love, some of the things that I don't love, and some of the ridiculousness of Utah Jazz fandom uh, in an irreverent way. I'll have guests, I'll probably have co-hosts down the line. For now, I'm just trying to get an episode out uh, to get the ball rolling. I have talked with uh, Jared and Who of the uh, Hitting the High Notes podcast, which is a great podcast if you're a Utah Jazz fan, um, and an okay podcast if you're not recommend following them and uh, subscribing to them, listening to them, that kind of stuff. Um, but uh, I'm on a text chain with a few people on Twitter, some jazz fans, and we've discussed doing this, but nothing has come to fruition until now. Not that I would call this fruition. Anyway, I'm going to go over a couple things real quick, and then we'll get rolling. This is going to be a short episode, uh, episode one of, who knows, 10? I don't know. Uh, I'm no stranger to the podcast world. I started podcasting in 2009, I believe. So, however many years that is, I started podcasting a long, long time ago. Um, and the idea was to just get... No, okay. So, yeah, let's go back on that. I've been podcasting for uh, well over 10 years. I think I actually started my first podcast in 2007 or 2008, uh, when I was interviewing bands back in the day when I uh, owned and ran uh, music venues and touring bands would come in, and I just kind of wanted to get their their ideas and kind of ask them questions about their tours and support them. Um, and in the time since then and now, things have obviously changed. Podcasts are pretty uh, standard staple for most listening pleasure, especially when it comes to opinion or um, entertainment, really. Uh, but news as well. This is not going to be newsworthy in the slightest. Can you hear my chair creaking? Yeah, not very professional. I'm not going to say it's an Eric Swalwell fart, but I think you get the point. Um, and that reference right there will show you about when this podcast was recorded. What I do want to talk about uh, are a couple things. One is that uh, this is going to be done for, at least in the meantime, free. I don't really expect to get anything out of this other than to just be able to talk. I've recently retired from another podcast I was a part of, uh, and that podcast was actually profitable and exciting and fun, and I had thousands and thousands of listeners, and it was great. Uh, I just didn't have the time to put in serious consideration. But because I don't really care about any of you or anything else, um, I don't really have too much concern as to how this goes. So little time, pull release schedule, whatever, it's all game. I do want to talk about the uh, the eleven. I believe. Let's see. When is the game? Eleven eighteen. The November eighteenth game between the Jazz and the Timberwolves. This was a home game. I attended. I attended with my daughter. She's fifteen. Uh, and and unlike me in every important way, she's very meek. She's very sweet, and she's very kind. 
That said, neither of us were particularly excited about the outcome of the game. The Timberwolves pretty much schooled the Jazz. I believe with the exception of the second and third quarter, the Timberwolves outscored the Jazz uh, in the first and fourth quarters, and most importantly, they outscored the Jazz by 12 points in the fourth quarter. And my observation being there was that the Jazz gave up in the fourth quarter, particularly in the back half of the fourth quarter. Regardless, they they had the opportunity to win a game that was very winnable uh, with the Timberwolves without Anthony Wiggins and the Jazz at basically full strength. I mean, Ed Davis is kind of a big deal without having a backup center. Um, the Jazz are really in kind of hot water. It was probably the first game where I personally really noticed the absence of Derek Favors um, coming in to fill the role of uh, the center or kind of the anchor as Gobert gets his uh, his time on the on the seat, and that was disappointing because I think that when you've got someone like Carl Anthony Towns who's going to be hitting shots deep, he was hitting threes uh, all game. It seemed like um, you can't you can't win a game like that unless you have some fundamental core strength, and we didn't have that. We ran out of energy as well, which was difficult because I think some of the shots and the shot selection was poor. Donovan had an okay game. It wasn't fantastic. I would say that Mike Conley had an okay game, probably more on the side of not great, which is fine. I still think, um, no, I'll get to that in a minute, but uh, Ingles had some good shots in an okay game. Bogdanovich had a killer first half and was largely absent in the second half. So it was just a problematic game. I don't think it's indicative of what we're going to see on the season as a whole, but I do think that uh, as a representation of how the Jazz can be their own worst enemy, it was really, really solid. So a couple of things that I want to go over real quick. One, everybody who is freaking out about Mike Conley just fucking stopped, okay? He'll be fine. Or he won't whatever, right? It was the opportunity we were all jumping at. Everybody was on board at first, it seemed, because we needed somebody who's, frankly, better than Ricky Rubio. And I think Mike Conley is, and certainly has been. Now, we'll see what happens uh, as time goes, but it's still very, very new. We are, what, 12, 13 games in at this point, On uh, at the time of this recording. Way too early to be overly disappointed or upset in a player who is changing everything. His, his environment, he's changing his coach, he's changing the system, he's got new players to work with. It's just a different process in a lot of ways. He's playing the same sport, but that does not mean that everything is equal. So I think that there needs to be a learning period, an adjustment period, and we all need to just stop. So these trade rumors, these massive upsets, it's right along the lines of people definitively calling the results of the season before the season has started. It's like, I get that you want to just be a passionate sports fan. I understand, and I love it. But I also think that you're a twat if you think that you're going to just go out there and make some kind of claim and, and, and try to back that up. Or to assert one thing in the next minute, assert something else because the, the winds have changed. If you're that kind of fan, fine. I think you're ridiculous, but fine. And secondly, I'd say for those Joe Ingles fans who think he's the greatest of all time, which is uh, typically referred to as the GOAT, you're delusional. Joe Ingles is a cool guy. He's funny. Um, when he's firing all cylinders, he's great. He's been a really fun addition to the team. He's so far from the GOAT. If you actually believe that, you're a fucking idiot. Now, do I think most people believe he's legitimately a contender for the greatest of all time up against Michael Jordan and possibly LeBron James? No. And anyone trying to make that claim is too stupid to uh, even give any mention to. However, 
I do think that anyone who asserts that he is anything better than just like a decent role player, someone who has been at times a good player, um, you're fooling yourselves. He's clearly declining in, in the quality of gameplay. This is not based on analytics. I think analytics are great. I also think that people rely way too much on them. Uh, this is a sport. It should be eyeball test. It should be fun, at least to a large extent. And I think that for the most part, my eyes, which, you know, I'm not an idiot. I'm certainly not the smartest guy in the world, nor do I think that uh, I'm always right. I'm far from right all the time. That's um, not a political jab. I am libertarian for the most part, but I tend to skew somewhat, I think, fair in the middle, although I tend to lean conservative, whatever. I don't give a shit. That's not what this is about. What this is about is that Joe Ingalls, while being a great guy and potentially great when he's, again, firing all cylinders, hitting his shots, passing well, defending well, uh, awesome, sign me up. I like having him on the team. I think he's, he's great for what he is, but I do think he's sliding. I don't think we should have extended him necessarily, although that remains to be seen. And I do think that his contributions to the team are, yeah, we'll see how they end up being. You know, I don't think it's going to be as impactful as somebody like Hornacek, who made, that was back in my day, right? So I was a, I was born in the late 70s, a big product of the uh, 80s and 90s Utah Jazz, huge fan, was at a couple of finals games. I don't think uh, Ingles reflects that kind of player, or even like on a Memo uh, Okur edition is probably closer to what he would be considered, although I don't know if even that's accurate. It doesn't really matter. I'm not here to argue it. And if you're here to argue it, I don't care. I'm probably not going to pay that much attention. I might. We'll see. But really, the bottom line is that Joe Ingles is, uh, he's a jazz man. I support him. I like him. But uh, he's not God. So stop stop pretending that he is. And as far as the headband thing goes, it was cute the night of. The next day, it was fine. But come on. Right? That's stupid. Stop it. Or don't. I don't care. Um, lastly, the gold jerseys. You know what? If you don't like them, that's fine. Uh, don't pretend that that makes any difference on the game. And don't pretend that makes any difference on the outcome of any particular game. And not only that, they look fine. I mean, that's all subjective, right? I think the mountain logo is the stupidest one out there. I love the mountains. I love the era they come from. I think it's a horrible, horrible look. The jazz note is by far my favorite. Um, I think the the gold jerseys look fine. I don't love them. I don't hate them. I think way too much consideration is put into the jerseys, the colors, colorways. I hate that phrase. Just call it colors, people. Come on. Uh, just like with shoes. The NBA is not about shoes. And if that's what it's become to you, whatever. I think that's ridiculous. I just saw also that the Clippers beat the Thunder by 90-88 to 88 on Monday, which is 11-18. Uh, I'm ready for the Clippers to start losing more games. I also am really ready for the Lakers to start losing more games. I'm anti-LA, I'm anti-Lakers, and if it was up to me, they would get in a bus and never return. I don't want them to die, I just want them to disappear into an alternate universe where they all have horrible, horrible diarrhea until the end of their days. That said, uh, it's panning out to be a very interesting season. We've got games coming up. There's a game tonight against Minnesota. I hope that we slay them in their hometown games coming up, albeit several of them, albeit the 12-4 Lakers game, and if anyone wants to say hi, you can reach me on Twitter at GaryLibs. This has been Jazz After Dark, 
podcast. The reason I call it the After Dark Podcast is because I say words like fuck, shit, hell, cunt, cock, damn, fuck. I already said that one. I don't say those things because I think it's fun or funny. Just how I talk. My brother taught me how to talk like that. Not particularly proud of it. It's just my my everyday language. But I also think it's really funny how people are, are really offended by language, and I'm not offended by language really at all. And so I wanted this to be more of a say what you want, say it how you want kind of thing. I love the Utah Jazz. I think they're fantastic. My allegiance is with them. Um, but you know what? Sometimes you got to be a little bit irreverent. Russell, the Stockton, stock for three, stop, Garrett, unbelievable, John Stockton, John Stockton, it's over, the Jazz win it, Utah goes to Chicago.